Ready? One, two, three. Wait. Um. Dum. Welcome to Fourth Stringers. Very special pre and post tournament podcast. Sitting here reflecting. It's like twelve thirty right now. Very shitty episode of Saturday Night Live going on in the background. Dave Chappelle, those alright. It was an okay monologue. I'm sure you'll get the flack you wanted to get from all those fucking fucked up jokes you were making about white people. That shit was OD. I was watching that. I was like, damn, that's like eight jokes in a row. You just called white people crackheads. (laughs) I'm like, that's OD. I don't know if it's live or not, but he was fucking ripping into everybody and, like, his neighbors and shit. It was pretty funny, though. So, good job. But had to turn it off after the monologue. I don't even know if he does any of the skits. They should just let him do the Chappelle show instead of Saturday Night Live. It should just be the Chappelle show all over again. Like, I just got a notification on Netflix that Chappelle's show is back on Netflix. That shit's, like, mm, like 15 years old now, right? Like, what the fuck? I was saying it's Rick James bitch when I was in like high school. What? <laughs> like what the fuck is going on? Netflix? Just give him a show. Just give him a show. Stop him. The poor guy's doing comedy shows out in cornfields and then he's still getting yelled at. Like just have him do a show again. He already got all that stuff out of his system. Like I want to see some more 30 for 30s or whatever <laughs> that he's making. That show's funny. Anyway, guess I'm getting off track. Today was a special day. I competed in a tournament for the first time in a while. I've done super fights and stuff, but a tournament? It's probably been since December. Maybe I did one earlier than that. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it was good, man. I was a last-minute replacement for Gay Mike. And I had a really tough 155-pound um, uh, tournament. My bracket was pretty tough, man. Um, if I was going to win, I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. I feel like I would have deserved it. Um, but the whole event was awesome. Shout out to Chris Chigoli and 10th Planet Long Island and everyone who made it possible. Tigre, Pat Chigoli, um, Kasten for the commentary. That was pretty, it was fun listening. He's got a voice like Velvet. But I want to, I want to be on there too. I feel like I would be a good commentator. I know what the fuck's going on and I'm when I'm dialed in. And then like when I'm like not when I'm not dialed in, I'm pretty sure I could say some funny off the cuff shit. I got a lot of um I remember I did commentary for Naga at one point. Uh with Gulo. It was so much fun. Um I got to rip the uh, audio from those because we were fucking laying down. I remember I was talking about pizza for 10 minutes and I thought it was the funniest thing because there was people on the other side of the stage with pizza and uh, we're like employees, right? So we're supposed to be getting fed. I was hungry as shit. I was like, I was like, wow, that was like a great butterfly sweep entry and that slice across the stage looks delicious. (laughs) I was giggling. And then you, you have people tagging me randomly like, oh, uh. Why was this guy talking about pizza the whole time during my match? 
Like, you know why. I was fucking hungry. Don't be an asshole. All right? Um, <laughs> so, I go, um, oh, man, today was an adventure. Dude, I don't remember anything I said from the last podcast, and I was honestly debating whether or not I should put it out. But I'm like, that's retarded. Why would I debate? It's all content, and whoever listens, listens. Like, I guess I, for a second, for a second, and I have to acknowledge this, because if you don't acknowledge this, you will not grow. For a second, I thought I would be embarrassed about, like, I don't know, just embarrassed about predicting that I might win, that I would win. Like, I had full confidence that I could win, and I am not embarrassed by that because my performance, I think, reflected that. I had a good showing, and um, it was great. I mean, what? Okay, oh, look at me. I'm organized today. I have a, I have a little iPad that I haven't used in a couple of years, and I just wiped it. And literally all I'm using it for is to look at the brackets, <laughs> the brackets that we fucking had. Um, hold on. I'm going to look at the whole card actually, because I was there for a majority of it. Um, they told us to get there at 12 o'clock, but I got there a little late. So, uh, I showed up at around, it was right after Ken Trong went with KC because I saw him walking around and I know Ken, I think I commentated one of his matches in Naga actually. Um it's such a small fucking community. Jiu Jitsu is such a small community. Like this this community is ridiculously small. It's it's so much fun. Like you run into the same people over and over again in tournaments. I wonder how people could like really be dicks to each other and stuff like I get, I guess you can get salty about someone posting you in their highlight reel or whatever, but, like, at the end of the day, dude, like, you got to think about this. This is what I was thinking about today. I was like, if you get posted in a highlight reel, at least it's growing our sport in some way. You know, like, you went out there, you had every intention of winning, you got caught, whatever. At least that dude's gaining some sort of clout or recognition from it. And you know what? Like, wouldn't you have done the same thing? Like, even if it's, like, on your team or an extension of your team. Because if they're not doing it in a disrespectful manner where it's, like, check out this technique that I executed. Like, what are you mad about? That was you putting it all on the line. What are you mad about? So, uh, I mean, uh, this whole tournament was full of, like, it it wasn't just a tournament, the super fights and shit. I I saw some really exciting moments, like, one that stands out OD in my head is um, Chelsea and, who the fuck else was it? Chelsea and Kaylee. Kaylee Brigwood. Bridgewood. It's crazy, like, girls, it's, like, girl styles are are so crazy because they have that added like ingredient that they're just stupid flexible like yeah they're girls you know they can do everything guys can do like yeah you can pull off all the same thing i'm not but there's just an added ingredient of oh my god these girls are so fucking flexible and like sometimes they're like if their their necks are small 
they can survive chokes like they're so small that 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 like you have to do everything perfect like if the girl isn't just as small like there's gonna even if the girl's just as small it's like this girl who's just as small has never gone up against the girl who's just as small as she is so she doesn't know how to apply a triangle on another tiny person like she's been doing it to big people her whole life so like you just have these girls who are who are trying to like triangle the fuck out of each other like Kaylee had Chelsea in a triangle for um I took a whole fucking uh Instagram story and those shits are 15 seconds a pop I had four I I let it run all the way so that's that's uh a minute right there and then I was going to record some more, and I was like, oh, fuck it. Like, uh, she's not getting armbarred, and she's not getting choked. Like, I can't. I just can't keep recording this. The, my jaw, everyone's jaw was open that entire, like, that entire overtime or whatever. Like, as soon as she caught that, as soon as she threw it up. Like, it's so fun to be in a room with an educated crowd. And everybody who goes to these jujitsu, like, these sogi events, everybody's an educated crowd. It's so much fun. Like, you... you you see the old um pride uh matches in like Japan everybody's stupid quiet right everybody's so quiet until like something crazy happens they'll be like oh like a, a collective oh <laughs> so it was sort of like that we were like Oy. like i remember um Kelly got the triangle and we were like oh shit like the american version like the Japanese version is so like very respectful, very, very like you know, and then the Americans are just like, what the fuck? Like, shoot a shotgun, pop a fucking shotgun of beer. <laughs> We're like, yeah, hey, yo. and then it's because it's New York City. You're like, hey, yo, did you see that shit? What? Like it was ridiculous. It was pretty cool. I love jujitsu for those moments, but um. I believe Chelsea ended up winning. I'm not even sure, dude. It was a fucking blur. A lot of this day was a blur. That's why I wanted to get this out as soon as possible because that's the funniest. That's the best time to do it when it's a blur. Um, all right, let's look at the other matches. Let's see. Let's see if I could even get through this shit. I was thinking I should do a little recap because Shigoli, you be listening to this, so I might as well bless y'all. <laughs> um. Was another one uh, that I fucking remember. God, I should watch this over and just commentate it. Not really. That's too many matches. Um, oh, Jasmine and Elisa. I know Elisa from a long time ago. She um, introduced herself to me. She competed alongside her boyfriend or husband. I'm not sure. I think I think so. But uh, she was always very nice to me, and um, she's been competing a very long time. I think since, like, I'm, I met her in, like, 2015, 20, 2017, I think. Yeah, 2017. And um, it's cool. Like I said, the community is very small. It's cool to see her still competing. And then she competed against Jasmine, and that was a good match. Um, Jasmine opted to play bottom a bunch. And they went back and forth. I believe it finished on overtime. And, uh, yeah. That was fun. That was fun to watch. Um, I'd love to see them actually go again. And, like, just wrestle. 
<laughs> it would be cool to just force some people to wrestle for like two minutes. Or what? You know what would be a good rule set for them? Uh, ADCC. Yeah, that 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 would be a good match. I would like to see in like ADCC rule set. That would be fun. Um, let me see what else. Brandon Johnson versus Victor Mena. Completely do not know what. Oh my God, Joshua Richards and Darwin Mateo. Yo, listen, Darwin, shout out. You're a really good kid. But when I tell you I want to go change and come back to watch your match and your match was already done, I was a little angry at you. Like, I couldn't record it for four stringers or anything. You got my fucking rash guard on. I can't get no content from my page. You got to destroy this kid in 40 seconds. And I can't, I can't fucking record it. You know how angry I was? I was seething. I was like, good job, Darwin. Good fucking job, Darwin. You fucked us all up again. Nah, you never fucked anything up before. I'm kidding, dude. You did great. You're the man. That's it. That's another young kid. It's so, like, rewarding. It's, like, heartwarming to see all these young fucking kids doing, um, jujitsu. And, uh, and then they're just getting better and better. And at, like, such an alarming rate. It's amazing. Like, Darwin's a great example of that been wrestling for a while too i i hope i hope i keep seeing that kid on the mats he's probably gonna be like such a force to be reckoned with in like a couple years even now he's competing man he's doing everything he needs to do um hold on what else uh jonathan vieira and jake galvin do not know that one max livingston and christopher hurl this was a weird match so, I know Chris, uh, I commentated on one of his matches too, such a small world. Um, and then I know uh, Max, because he came down with John uh, Lyons, and uh, they both train at the vault, I think. So, um, from what I remember of the match, uh, Chris didn't have a corner because Stanley Rosa was supposed to compete, but his opponent ended up pulling out. Um, I ended up cornering him for a bit. He was in some bad positions. He was in some bad positions, and and uh, he couldn't assert his length. Uh, what ended up happening was though that they went to overtime. And these overtimes are such game changers, dude. You have to play overtime. Uh, my advice for anybody is like to do these so that you can really find out if your back or your arm bar escapes are up to par. Like you don't know until you know, until you compete and somebody exposes those holes in your armor. And I wasn't going to say the word you think I was going to say to describe a hole in your armor. I'm not going to fall for that trap. All right. And you're all thinking it and you're all bad people. It's just the hole in the armor. In your proverbial armor, okay? <laughs> um, so, it's good to find out the holes in your game. So, I recommend everyone go through some EBI overtime, especially in a competition setting. But um, what ended up happening was uh, Christopher, there were some discrepancies um, about when... About like when somebody was out. So when would you consider somebody out? 
in in EBI overtime as a referee myself, like I've never had to referee EBI overtime rounds, but if I had to like give the instruction, and I, and I mean I've been in enough EBI overtime tournaments and heard enough rule seminars. I'm sure these are the same fucking rules they're telling referees that like if somebody's arm is still isolated as they're escaping they have to they have to allow the position to play out and i would consider somebody in a head and arm choke in a position where you can't call it so there was like two or three instances there was one instance in chelsea's um oh yeah chelsea actually won by 0.8 seconds and uh i believe she would have won by a bigger margin if this discrepancy was figured out earlier in the day um so i would argue that somebody isn't out until all their limbs are safe they're like not extended from their body and there's no threat of a submission there's no immediate threat of a submission if somebody has your arm in a kimura grip there is an immediate threat of a submission like you're not out yet clear that fucking grip so when Chris got his back to the mat and um, he was still in like a head and arm position, they called time. And, um, you know, uh, I've seen a bunch of matches in <laughs> that way where somebody gets head and armed from trying to escape the back position. So I don't think that was a good call. But um, Chris, I believe, ended up winning like that. But I'm not sure. Maybe I'm not, I'm not sure how he ended up winning, but that's just a discrepancy. I think that's something that all tournaments should like uh, really take the time out to explain to the referees, because you see this happen all the time in jujitsu, and it's because we don't have like a federation or anything like that. Like IBJJF refs have to go through crazy training. Like I I believe they have to do like a PowerPoint and everything, but I don't think it I don't think it's that hard. You know what the thing is? It's consistent refs. We don't have consistent refs. We don't have the paycheck to have consistent refs who can ref at, like, a good high level and, you know, like, still care about it enough to do it, like, everywhere so that all of jiu-jitsu could be, like, sort of regulated. Because this type of shit is going to happen all the time. All the time. Unless you have, like, professional, professional referees who do all of these... um like a points referee to do a submission only um event uh it's i i believe it sometimes it's harder than you think you know cuz um s- like watching these matches sometimes can be so draining like it's so fucking boring jiu jitsu is not exciting sometimes like a lot of the times it's somebody just uh locking up a figure 4 close guard and you're just sitting there for the longest time. <laughs> and I know your kids, but like, damn, like, do some fucking jujitsu, you know? So, um, what else? Uh, CC Mena. Oh, that was a good. Oh, that was the 120 pound division. Oh, my God. CC's been competing a lot. Well, just from what? Her and Stingray. What a cool, what a, what a cool, like, love story that they both came out here and trying to make a gym work and shit. But then COVID hit. That fucking sucks. <laughs> Damn, that fucking sucks. Good luck to them. CC, I believe, ended up winning. And then Chelsea and CC had a match, and, and Chelsea ended up 
beating her, I think. I'm not even sure, dude. Oh, no, no, no. Cece ended up beating her. I think. I'm not even sure. I'm the worst. I was fucking there, though. Believe me. I was there. I was in it. I was being present in the moment. What the fuck was I doing? I was probably shitting my brains out. Oh. Hold on. I gotta, I gotta reset this. Okay. Um. Alright. Let me see. Who else was up? Laura versus Laura. We had two Amazon Am- Amazonian women bless us from the Amazon, and they came to compete. They were 155ers. That was a good fucking match. It was Laura versus Laura, so you couldn't lose. You could cheer. You could be like, "Go Laura," and then both Lauras would get a, a like a little energy boost from that, and then it would be an even better match. So everybody's just like, "Yeah, Laura. I think Laura got this. Laura's Laura's doing great." And you know what, Laura um, Kent and Laura Griffith, you both did great. You both did amazing. Good job. That was a fun match to watch, dude. That was at one fucking point. I thought Laura um, Laura Kent was gonna break Laura Griffith's foot with a fucking toehold, and it, you're just looking at it and you're like, "Oh my god, women are super fucking humans. W- women have superpowers. Like, no way an ankle joint can do that. Like, if my ankle could do that." I would just feed it to people. Just be like, take it. Take it. You can't do nothing. I would like paint circles around people's faces till they grab like an ankle grip. And I'm like, you've fallen into my trap. Because that's what a lot of jujitsu is. It's like you got to get a connection to somebody. And when these fuckers keep running away and disengaging, you can't get a meaningful connection to them. And it's 10 minutes of them fucking running away from you until you get to EVI overtime. And then you get your hands around them. Um, okay, sorry. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> <coughs> oh, guess I'm dying. Uh, hold up. Let me see what else was there. Jillian DeCourcy and Christina Pinto. Miss Pinto Bean. I think she's like, uh, she just got her brown belt. Congrats to her. I do not know who Jillian is. This is another one of those matches that's just a blur to me. I think she, like, she made a post about winning. I know Pinto did, and I liked it. And I was like, congrats. But I don't remember the match. I'm sorry, Christina. But we'll do better. I'm sure if I watch the match a little bit, I, I'll remember the whole thing. But I'm, I'm just blanking right now because I'm fucking high. Um, Let me see. Let me just run down mine, I guess. I already described most of that. So, um, my first match was against, uh, my first match was against Julio Richies, J. Richies BJJ. Shout out to you, Julio. Um, he had a match against Tim a while ago. Uh, it was during Finishers 12. I was actually, I actually competed in that too. I think it was, it was like in July or some shit. And uh Tim was actually actually made it to the uh finals. He was on the all the way on the other side of the bracket. I think honestly, I think our side of the bracket was fucking crazy. We had some fucking killers on that side though. Um but uh okay, so I had Julio first and this is probably I mean this was one of my best matches just cuz um man 
I have some great leg entries that I just got to have more confidence in. And I got to stop uh, going for my ankle lock. But the ankle lock is so fucking money. Dude, that feeling you get when you, like, pop somebody's ankle. Like, when you, that, like dude, it's crazy. I pop so many people's ankles. But, like, when you get a good purchase on their hip with your foot and you can fucking leg press off of it and you have that ankle in that perfect position right on your arm and you just hear <laughs> like like you're like you're running over bubble wrap in a fucking steamroller and you're just <laughs> it's like the ultimate most satisfying it's doctor pimple popper on a thousand you're like <laughs> oh my god dude i mean as sick as that sounds it was crazy i felt so like in the first like 30 seconds i go <laughs> i go flavor mode and <laughs> And I like elevate him and just fucking and get him in uh get him in uh Ashigurami, single leg X, whatever. I isolate his leg and I, I off balance him so he falls to the floor and I have the ankle lock grip and I just rip an ankle lock. Like I fucking ripped an ankle lock and I feel his his foot um pop a bit. Like not not a bit, like a lot. And uh, he actually approaches me after, and he's like, dude, I thought you were going to break my foot. And I was like, I was trying, bro. I was really fucking trying to break your foot. He's like, yeah, you popped a bunch. Like, you popped the shit out of it. I was like, well, that's cool, but I'm mad I didn't break it. Um, So he didn't tap to that, and then I tried to switch to uh, in across Ashi, inside Ashi, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I tried to backstep. I didn't. He sprawled out. We reset in the middle. And then I hit him with this r- thing that I do in training all the time. It's a De La Hiva, but I grab an underhook on the near leg. Then I'm De La Hiving, And then I get his knee to the mat. And then I take his back. So basically, I took his back and I choked him the fuck out. Like two minutes, three minutes. I, I don't know. Six minutes, seven minutes. <laughs> I'm just making numbers up. <laughs> Whatever. I choked him. I'm fucking smacked. I'm sorry. And then... The second match, this was awesome. I went up against Brian Boom. Brian Kelleher. What a nice guy, man. Like, for somebody who has so many tattoos on his hand, on his hands, he's so, like, pleasant. Like, maybe because this is just, like, a cool environment. Like, we're just all so chill. But he was a nice guy, man. Like, I'm like, yeah, I can see myself being mad cool with this guy if I was in the gym with him. Like, and even that, even then, he was, like, a real nice guy. And here's this, like, ranked UFC fighter, like, competing with us. Like, we're at the lowest levels of jiu-jitsu right now. Like, these tournaments, they don't, they're, they're, they're huge for us personally in our small little lives. But it's not like being run by a huge corporation like UFC. He's ranked in a huge conglomerate corporation, like, that... I don't that like one of the major sports in the world and he's ranked in it and he's there. Like what a cool guy. He's just a normal guy and 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 um I just want to shout him out. Like I hope it's cool when like celebrities or famous people are like that and I hope he doesn't lose himself. I hope Alger doesn't. I hope all my homies don't ever lose themselves through fame. I hope I, if God forbid like if I do blow up from fourth stringers or some shit, God forbid I lose myself, man. Because, like, I don't want to be like that. I hate when I see people turn out like that. And he's such a cool guy. What a what a great, like, what, a, what an inspiration, you know? Like, I would love to train with him again. 
Um, but we ended up having a match. And um, you know what's funny? Like, he's sitting next to me, and he goes, oh, man, all this waiting around. Like, my whole fucking plan was to get you guys tired. And I'm like, yeah, I know, right? Like, I'm all fucking cold now. And, I mean, I have a fucking gas tank. But it was just funny hearing that because I'm like, oh, like, like that's definitely a part of his plan is to get you tired. I realized that so much after our match because so the whole thing for me was like, I cannot get fucking guillotined by this guy. <laughs> he just had a match with Felix and he fucking chokes him with some like a head and arm from the back. Like, I don't even know what the fuck he did like a gi choke to him without a gi. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, is this is this man that powerful? And let me tell you something. The way, uh, the fear that I had of him grabbing my head, dude, I'm sure he was the, yes, he's that strong. Yes, he, he, he literally threw an invisible gi at Felix, on Felix, and then choked him with the invisible collar. And that's invisible jujitsu, baby. And he does it. And and Hickson probably taught him it. And Hickson's Asian student who's always trying to sell uh, Invisible J- Henry Atkins. He probably saw it and he probably taught him it. But um, that shit was fucking crazy. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, this motherfucker's grips are real. So I made sure when I, I was like, I started the match on my back. Like I pulled guard. And I tried to handle him like how I would do Marab. But he was a lot better at keeping his legs out of the um, equation. But he did exactly what I thought he would do. Because as soon as I would entangle his legs, he kicked out. And I tried my best to hang on. And I was so aware of, yes, I have to hang on to his legs after. Like, I'm not, it's going to be a bitch to try to get under him. But I'm, it's not going to be impossible. And I managed to do it like two or three times. I managed to sweep him. But he's just kicking the fuck out. Dude, I need stronger legs. I'm working out. I have a gym. I'm lifting weights. I'm going to get stronger legs. But I need stronger legs now. Because that was some fucking bullshit. It's My arms don't need any more strength. It's He was just literally kicking at Like kicking at my body. And I can't hold on to your fucking legs when you're kicking away from me. It was so hard to like. And I didn't want to chase him either. Because he's fishing for that head and arm. It was it was so like scary and I should have shot on the other side. The more I think about this match, the more I'm like, I have the tools. I practice ambidextrously for this exact reason. I have the tools to identify and um adjust to to these things. I just don't have the confidence. And that's what I'm lacking right now. I'm I see I have all the tools. I see all the paths now, especially after the match. And I watch the match over. I you can see what what you're capable of doing and what you can insert in that in that moment. Like using the things you do normally as fakes and then doing your unusual shit. That's what's gonna lead you to the path to victory. Because you'd be surprised. One good sequence is gonna. Dude, it opens up your confidence so much sometimes during the match. But one good sequence could lead to a finish. Seriously, because if the sequence is good enough, it's going to expose whatever submission you need at the end of it. So, yeah, um, I got some good leg entries, but uh, nothing too tangible. He kind of kicked out and stood up, and then I stood up with him for a bit, 
out of like I wouldn't say like pride, but I was just like I'm sure I'm capable of like at least trying to get a head and arm, and like I I I remember grabbing a head and arm and then him like backing up, so maybe I I dreamed that I don't know, but like I sit up with him for a bit and he clubbed me a couple times with his collar tie and trying to trying to feed me into his uh, guillotine, um, but uh, I ended up pulling guard again and then uh, we went into overtime. He passed my guard like two or three times. He passed my guard like two times, dude. I was like, yo, what the, hey, yo, what the fuck? Like, you ever seen that meme where the guy's like at a barbecue and the whole world is shaking? And he's like, hey, yo, what the fuck? That's exactly what was going on with me after he passed my guard twice with the same shit. <laughs> hey, yo, what the fuck? Um, Yeah, so I ended up, uh, he was on my back. And I like when people are on my back first because I can assess them better. And, like, I feel like I can, rec- like, there's nobody who attacks my back like Jason. And even Jason I get out of sometimes. And I can breathe there sometimes. Like, I don't get tired when I am trying to escape from his back control. More so, I'm gaining energy. Like, gaining energy. I, I, I'll lose in the transition when we're, like, back in mount or some shit. But, like... I feel like I'm good in back control, especially during uh, against anybody who isn't Jason. So, um, uh, yeah, he he. I think he had my back first, and then I got the fuck out, and then I took his back, and then I choked the shit out of him because uh, I was doing the swimmy thing with my arms, where I was just going back and forth, dude. Once I locked that body triangle up, it's a wrap. And oh my god, he almost got out. I remember I had the body triangle on. Oh my god, for the people watching on youtube this is gonna be great for you anyway this foot was extended like this and he was trying to get out and this foot popped on his way out and then i but i fucking got him back in control but yeah that kind of sucked um and then i ended up winning that was a huge huge win uh he took a picture with me what a nice guy man i can't talk about him highly enough um i hope i cross paths with that dude again in the future but uh, after that, I had Damien. Damien uh, ended up beating Samson Saucer. Samson Simpson. I stick by Mistari. Um, you know, I might have lost the tournament, but but I was definitely first place in hair. I had the best hair and the best beard, hands down. Uh, arguably the handsomest one on the card. So I did win that. I walked away with that very triumphantly. Uh, probably... There was not even a chance. Like, the sheer combination of beard, hair, and technique easily voted first place. You should have seen how the room clapped when I took my shirt off. Damien came into our match with his shirt off. I took my shirt off at the end to one-up him, one-up hot girl him at his own fucking game. I hope he noticed that. <laughs> um, So, Damien had a great match with Samson. Samson was good, man. Those those guys who are like good at like getting out of all leg entanglements by just like jumping out, like they have legs that are ready to jump six feet vertically, like no like no hesitation, dude. That dude's mad fucking athletic. But um they ended up going into overtime and then uh I'm not sure if it was ride time or he he just choked him, but he beat Samson. That was a good match. And then me and Damien went. After Tim and Dylan went. Oh my god, Tim and Dylan was a good match. 
Them two be talking shit to each other. <laughs> I wonder if they're still beefing. <laughs> Jiu-jitsu beef is so funny. Like, are we going to fight or what? Because or, nobody knows how to fight, really. Nobody ever bother. Everyone's too much of a hot girl in jiu-jitsu to ever bother to learn how to do striking. They're like, ew, striking's stupid. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> you just hit like girls, but like as soon as they clinch up, people are fucking throwing crazy asotogari fucking crazy techniques at each other. But like at mid-range, they're like, uh, oh my god. <laughs> throwing punches like girls. That used to be me. Now I just throw spin kicks. Uncoordinated spin kicks. That's my move. Um, Anyway, uh. So me and Damien have a match. That was probably the best match that I've had in a while. I ended up losing, but I lost at the end. He got me in an arm bar. After okay, okay, let me let me go back. So it started off. Um I think he pulled guard and I think I ended up passing for a second with the top arm beat. But like anytime I would pass, I can't keep control of him. And he did a good job of passing me and keeping control of me. He did, like, two very good passes towards the end. And actually threatened me. He he took my back at the end of the, of the match. I keep jumping to the end of the fucking match. But I was trying to, like, I heard that we had one minute left. And I was trying to conserve my energy for the overtime round. And that's dangerous. Because if somebody knows that you're doing that, they're going to attack, attack, attack. Because they're not going to feel threatened, right? And that's exactly what he did. Um... He ended up taking my back. That was such a good back take. Uh, but we had a really high-paced match for like uh, 10 minutes. And then we, um, I don't know, it was great. We were in 50-50. We, I mean, I was in the pocket with him. We are switching sides, breaking like breaking feet apart. So like, um, you know, because uh, when you're in 50-50, you're just triangling your feet. So you don't get fucking heel hooked and... It was great. I should have reaped more, maybe. I'm going to watch the film on that. It's a very interesting match. He took he, he definitely brought out the best in me. Nobody wants to bang in jiu-jitsu. Everybody just wants to, like, get up and disengage and do what they want to do, right? But it was such a good fucking match because we were doing jiu-jitsu. That's why it was a good match. That's why I felt like it was the best match of the night, dude. Like... When you're actually doing that, like, that's what I want. I want to do more of that. More fucking jujitsu. That was fucking sick, dude. Um. Anyway, uh, over time, I end up taking my shirt off. Crowd goes wild. <laughs> that was so funny. I got to clip, clip that part. And then he ends up putting his shirt on. Fucking completely flips the script on me, dude. I was sitting there shocked. I'm like, do I put mine back on? I was this close to putting it back on. I swear to fucking god it would oh i should have done it um but anyway uh he uh i won the coin toss and i opted for him to go first so he takes my back first which is exactly what i wanted him to do it's so crazy how chess game this shit is i wanted him to take my back because i don't think he knew that i had good back control so um he takes my back i just got out in like four or five seconds and then I took his back for like a minute and 20 seconds, and it was good. I almost had the choke a couple times, but he ended up getting out. It was I used all the swimming shit, the arm techniques, but I ended up not being able to um, to finish. He did a great job of like fighting my hands. Oh, my God, it was so close. It was so close. 
and then he 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 opted to go armbar and i haven't been practicing armbar god it's like he smelled it um and he armbarred the fuck out of me and i tapped my arm didn't pop but it definitely like i don't know you know it just got extended but i'm fine i'm completely fine i'm like i'm fine um it was weird. I had like a weird, crazy knee. Like my knee sounded like Velcro. It sounded like it, everything just got torn at one point. But I think that was just me being an old man. Like he heard it too, and we both stopped. And I'm like, I think I'm good. What a good guy, Damien. Damien, you're a good guy, bro. Thank you for bringing out the best in me. You know, like I had such a good time, such a good tournament. You deserve that win. He ended up beating Tim at the end with some weird like shoulder exploder thing from the back like i don't know i've done that a couple times too but not in the variation that he did it but uh props to tim for making it all the way over there to the end of the um tournament and uh props to chris for running such a great tournament uh i was on like such a high afterwards because like i just felt such a mental clarity about competing it's like i already know all the moves to do in the situations i just gotta have the confidence to pull the trigger like and these are just even more like like in the things that i thought i knew i was doing like it's just a a a spotlight on the glaringly obvious things you have to work on it's so it's such a blessing to have that because now i know specifically what i need to work on i can get that much better that much quicker because these are glaringly obvious problems and i've quickly identified them i have like a little list in my notes that i'm going to work on tomorrow i know exactly what i need to ask and i just feel like i reached a new level of confidence today where like i was elated it's weird losing and feeling this good about it i almost feel like i shouldn't like i'm i'm doing myself a disservice like i should be moping or something but i'm not i feel great i'm whole my body is whole I'm ready to 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 compete as soon as possible. Uh, my bo- like my mind is intact. And I think I had a great showing. I have like a seminar coming up. Life is good right now, man. I I really appreciate everything. And like I'm in such a good place that like it almost feels like I didn't lose, but I did lose. I fucking lost. I'm a fucking loser. I hate it. I hate it. I hate losing. I hate losing even to somebody as good as Damien. I mean, it it was a great match, but I lost at the end of the day. And I'm hungry for that win. I can't wait to compete again. I can't fucking wait. Oh, I sound like a fucking psycho, dude. It was like an outer body experience competing. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Just keep trying, you know? And, I mean, I felt so good afterwards. I was like, I got to compete more. I got to test myself more. If not, what am I doing this for? And I, I have such potential. I feel it. I'm just a purple belt, dude. I just started. None of this shit matters. None of this shit matters to black belt. And then it just doesn't matter. <laughs> I can't fucking wait. All right, what else? I don't know. Uh, shout out Ryan Quinn for winning. Shout out Danny Stolfi with the Daddy Knee Bar. That was awesome. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Maybe some closing thoughts. Um, thank you to everybody who reached out to me. It was like armor. I feel so good. I feel great. I can't wait to like 
try to test myself again, especially with everybody who had my back. Seeing everybody at the tournament only made me feel better. I thought it would make me feel worse. I feel like I felt better in that moment. It was great. It was such a great time. What a great learning experience. Um, so I'd like to shout out my sponsors before I end this podcast. Shout out to Blue Chew. I took about four Blue Chews. Maybe should have taken six before the tournament. And uh, Brian Kelleher actually commented on it. He's like... He's like, bro, where'd you get your cup from? I'm like, what cup? I'm like, oh, wait, you mean this? Oh, that's Blue Chew, baby. And he's like, that's harder than the diamond cups that I wear to fights, brother. And I'm like, you know it, brother. And then we high-fived with cups. But again, I was not wearing a cup. And he was wearing a cup. But we high-fived with those two. So um, Blue Chew, promo code Fourth Stringers. And then if you want to like go to sleep, like right now, I'm all worked up from this tournament. But I need to go to sleep, and my leg needs to stop shaking as soon as possible. So what do I need to do? You got it. Get Go to, like, alistcbd.com or, like, a-listcbd.com or at alistcbd on Instagram and uh, get some CBD with melatonin, promo code Fourth Stringers. And, uh, yeah, if you want, you could just DM me. I have a bunch of those little melatonin gummies. They're 20 bucks each, 25 if you want them shipped. And there's like 20 or 30 little pieces. I'm the worst at doing these commercials. I just love doing this fucking podcast. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, I'm going to Florida soon. I have this back control and back attack seminar, back take seminar. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Technica BJJ, shout out to you guys. Can't wait to come out there. Uh, I'll be there from the 13th to the 23rd. Maybe I'll do some adventuring do some vlogs, maybe go see Billy Q. But, um, yeah. Thank you. Uh, none of this would be possible without you guys. Everybody listening. Especially everybody listening. Because the people listening are the ones who really support me. <laughs> thanks. 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 Thanks for all your support. I'm going to have a bunch more gear come out. I'm going to do some designing while I'm in Florida. And I'm going to do some real plotting to take over the jiu-jitsu world i feel like this is only the beginning for me and this is going to be my time it starts yesterday you know like it's not not now it started already it already fucking started dude i can't wait all right take care guys peace do 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 do